Guys, welcome to Better Bachelor. This is Joker with a face for radio and a voice for print. Tonight I came across a uh, an interesting article and you know a lot of us are out of the game and a lot of us are doing the solo thing, being a bachelor and but there are a lot of guys and I see a lot of comments out there that say, "You know, man, I'd still like a traditional wife. I'd still like to have a family." You know, and and, and it might be really hard to meet that woman, but you know, I, I, it's still a dream of mine. It's still something I'm really into. Well, you know, interestingly, uh, just on a video I did the other day where I was going on my motorcycle ride, I said, I said, you know, women are, are, are very quick to say that women should be allowed to do anything they want. No matter what their heart desires, they should be able to do anything and they should trace their dreams. So everybody said, okay, whatever, do your thing. And then a woman came out and said, well, I'd like to be a traditional wife. And everybody was in an uproar. Oh my gosh, you're crazy. You know, who's brainwashed you? <laughs> How come you don't want to go out and get a job and be, uh, be a slave to the, um, to the work world like the rest of us are? And I found this article. Let me record it here for us. And it says, uh, traditional wives, travage wives, meet the women radicalized into complete subservience to men. Now, I haven't read this article. I was really tempted to, but I didn't read it yet. And I said, you know, let me do one where I can actually react on the fly. I'll probably get a lot more angry than I usually do. But just to be, just to want to be a regular mom and say, you know what, honey, you go make the money. I'll stay home. I'll keep the house clean. I'll cook. I'll prep breakfast. I'll make sure the kids are off to school. Laundry's done. Bed's made. House is clean. When you come home, I'll give you some slippers. The dog will bring you the paper. Here's a, uh, you know, a, a whiskey on the rocks. You relax, or scotch on the rocks, whatever. You relax and enjoy the news. Here's your pipe, right? It's 1958. Well, there's a lot of us guys that would actually really like that. And, and for the woman's side of it, she gets to be a mom. She gets to relax in her own home every day instead of having to run off to the office. She can watch. My mom used to watch soap operas. I don't know if that's still a thing. My mom was really into soaps. But she can watch her daytime TV or, or go to yoga or go to the gym or do whatever she wants. She can uh, make, go grocery shop and make sure. That, that sounds a lot easier to me than running off to work every day and, and slaving at the, at the grind, you know. That sounds a lot easier to me. So let's read this story and see how they've been <laughs> radicalized, I guess to be subservient to men. And this is a story from the ninth, uh, so it's three days old. Uh, let's see. Trad wives meet the women radicalized into complete subservience to men. A growing online community of women are rejecting feminism in favor of submission to men. The techniques used to radicalize them are similar to those used to groom ISIS brides, reports Julia Ebner. Um, no. No, whatever, whatever's happening, that's not that. I guarantee you. See again that 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 weakens your point already. You're you've lost all credibility, especially when you relate it to a group like that. To comprehend what is causing the havoc around us, however, one needs to be inside to observe and study the engines of movements. How do the extreme fringes mobilize supporters and lure vulnerable ind individuals into their networks? What are the social dynamics that keep members inside a group, and how are they evolving? To find answers, I. To find answers, I've spent two years undercover adopting different identities and joining tech-savvy extremist groups across the ideological 
ideological sped, uh, spectrum, including radical misogynists, both male and female. Yeah, you had to put on a disguise and sneak in like a spy, right? <laughs> uh, did you guys see her at our last meeting, by the way? Joe, um, Ray, did you guys see her in the back? Because I did not spot her. We need to keep an eye out for her. Where do you think you fall on the SMV scale, Kim asks me. Um, I Google SMV uh, market value as a measure of desirability for uh, sex in the eyes of a person of the opposite uh, gender, according to the online male supremacist community. (laughs) Sorry, I can't even read that with a straight face. According to the male supremacist community, men going their own way. Um, See... Why, see, this is so the you guys that said, "Hey, why did you bother doing a why are you a bachelor video and why explain to anybody why bother explaining?" This is why I explain to people because you know they come up with some really weird stuff on when guys just say, "Hey, man, I'm going to do my own thing and just leave us alone." They come up with something like this. There's, uh, you know, I won't go down the rabbit hole on that one. Uh, she says, "I don't know. I confess. How would I?" Uh, well, it's hard to judge yourself. And often we don't know exactly how we are perceived, but as women, it's often said that our SMV goes up if we control our weight. Kim asks me, I guess that's her friend, uh, Kim tells me that she went from a size 20 to a size 14 in one year after joining Red Pill Women, a female anti-feminist community on the discussion platform Reddit. I'm sure it helps since I'm treated differently, but I'm not stopping traffic or anything. My face is average or even below average, which probably keeps my SMV low enough even though I'm skinny now. All right, here's how I don't believe this story already. Is number one, um, you don't go around talking like this off the website. If I met one of you guys, right, and uh, and we meet in the real world, and but we don't, I don't walk up and go, hey man, how's, uh, how's, MGTO, how's MGTOW going? You don't talk like that. You don't, hey, uh, did you see that girl over there? I think her values this and her marketplace values that. And we don't do that. So n- her friend Kim is not just going to casually, so what's your marketplace value? You, you, you're making this up. No one believes you. But, well, uh, not no one believes it. We don't believe you because you're full of crap. I stare at her in brutal self-evaluation. This is a typical discussion in the forum. Kim is one of roughly 30,000 self-described red pill women or trad wives, short for traditional wives. These women perceive gender roles as the result of um, bedroom economics. The uh, hetero community, they believe, should be seen as a marketplace where women are sellers and men buyers of sex. A woman's single most important resource, therefore, according to her, her, her SMV. This is now my third week talking to the triad or trad wives and I have started to get used to their endorsement of openly misogynistic statements. Women's highest value to men is her uh, market value and she's most desirable or valuable when she's in her uh, pristine state. I am repeatedly told to see where you stand in terms of your value. Kim recommends trying apps that allow you to get rated anonymously from the old school hot or not a more sophisticated attractiveness rating scale on photo feeler. This story is from three days ago, but they're talking about using apps that were around or kind of in vogue from four or five years ago. I, 
she sounds like she's just making this crap up, honestly, honestly, because I cannot believe that, I mean, yes, red pill women do talk a little bit about this stuff, but um, before we get too deep, I'll jump over there and we'll take a look at what, what's going on in the current forums because I haven't looked. Um, okay, but what about other sa- factors such as being funny, educated, or having exotic pass- passions? I ask, half knowing the answer. Oh, come on. Health, age, and femininity are the single most important qualities that appeal to men. Kim says, education, career, or workplace doesn't influence a w- women's uh, social market value. I know SMV doesn't stand for that, but I'm going to say social market value. Think about it. If they don't enhance the uh, bedroom satisfaction of her male partner, Oh, and your SMV also goes down if your end count goes up, a woman named Marie adds. The what count, I ask her, starting to feel a little stupid. Okay, see, again, if you're on these forums, you don't know people's real names because pe- people on Reddit don't use their real names. So you'd know her as like uh, Jello Booty 774 You wouldn't know her by Marie and all this. And you don't have, it's not a texting thing. It's where you make posts. She's talking like she's having a face-to-face conversation with other women and they're all just somehow talking about SMV and end count and all. doesn't happen. You don't talk about this stuff in the real world, not with real people. And how would you find anybody else in that community anyway? Ah, I, this is just crap. The end count, you know, her, her, uh, her num- body number count, Marie explains, while being experienced may increase the physical pleasure of her male partner being inexperience actually increases satisfaction. Marie is in her early 30s and married. No, it's not about increasing satisfaction. It's about you not being a a dirtbag. Marie is in her early 30s and married. Apart from being a good wife, she sees her mission as giving tips on dating, relationships, and marriage to fellow red pill women. She appears to be one of the most frequently consulted coaches in the community. She is convinced that feminism has brainwashed men and women into believing that the end count doesn't matter. But she says the human male nature is to have less and less desire for a woman as her end count rises. Eventually, this lack of desire will turn to outright disgust. Again, I just don't, you don't have these conversations in the real world. You wouldn't, if there's 30,000 people on Reddit, RPW, Red Pill Woman, and there's 360 million people, you're going to tell me you have three of them in a room and you're having a casual conversation? Because that's the way you're writing this and that doesn't happen. She gives the example of a smoking hot 1010 bombshell beauty who is, has fooled around with a thousand men. How many men will want to marry her? Very few. Why? Before anyone can respond, she continues, because women are the gatekeepers of the bedroom. The bedroom is the main thing that man needs from a woman. Therefore, it's the prime value that a woman has. Each time she gives this value to a man, her value is diminished. The Tradwives movement is a small but growing internet phenomenon that developed as a female equivalent of the red pill. A Reddit community that Robert Fisher, then a Republican state house member, founded anonymously in 2012. See, I'd have to look that up, but that that's not right. So now if you're a Republican and, and you're say you're a Democrat or a independent and, so, and you start be listening to Republicans and you just say, I'm going to become a Republican, that's considered also taking the red pill. The red pill and the blue pill was, now I don't know who started it, but that was something from the Matrix about waking up and seeing the real world. I really doubt, I really, really doubt uh, Robert Fisher, a Republican State House member, founded that in 2012. I really doubt that. I don't think he is the meme lord that came up with that particular that particular uh, uh, one. So if you guys will help me out, look this up. Again, I, I'm doing this without doing any research. I'm just reading through it. 
and I don't want to sit here and, and but we'll, we'll have to look that up. You guys will probably know better than me. Uh, anyway, it said uh, uh, TRP promised a discussion of strategy and a culture increasingly lacking a positive identity for men and counted roughly 300,000 subscribers before being banned in Reddit in 2017 for its toxic, dehumanizing, and threatening content. But you notice Red Pill Women still exists. However, TRP is only one part of a much bigger misogynistic online community, the so-called Manosphere, which plays a key role in the creation of the alt-right. No, it doesn't. It has nothing to do with politics or neo-nationalism or... Uh, see has made up of a range of subcultures from the secret seduction community of the pickup artists. No, it's really, it's a different, whole different thread, whole different community who seek how to learn the mani to manipulate women's minds to get them in the bed. No, it's about learning about what turns them on and not and then learning what buttons to push to the vengeful involuntary celibacy in uh, movement in cell of men whose main goal is to punish the women they hold responsible for their frustration. While these groups pursue different strategies to reconquer male power, pride, and privilege, they all share an outright hostility towards feminism, liberalism, and modern gender roles. Not true. I'm liberal. I mean, actually, I'm a libertarian. But there's lots of you guys that are liberals that are in here. Um, now, towards feminism, yes. And modern gender roles, yes. Um, but it's not about, again, men going their own way is not about that. Uh, they ridicule movements like the Also Me and denounce women's rights activists as, I won't say that word, but female bad Germans from the 40s. I was convinced that this was an almost exclusively male phenomenon, but the more time I spent with red pill women, the more I understand that anti-femme movements are just made up, aren't just made up of men. Female men's rights activists who want to return to traditional power roles and exaggerated notions of masculinity and femininity have adopted the rhetoric of the manosphere. Or they could just be want to be housewives. They could just want to be housewives and, and want to understand what it is that traditional men are looking for to have a good, stable, happy marriage. Because if you look at the stats, their marriage is not going so well. And if you say, I want to find a good, stable provider and have a traditional family. That sounds like it's most of what these women are looking for. But of course, she once again puts the blame on men like we're twisting their arms to do this. The Red Pill Women community is open to all women wanting to improve themselves and their relationships, but it does have a few official rules, most notably Rule 5, No Feminism. This is an anti-feminist community as such who are not interested in being saved by feminism. Instead, conversations should be based on traditional evolutionary psychology or anti-feminist premise. Uh, it's true that the average man has a harder time getting, uh, getting laid than the average woman. Research shows it's more difficult for men to achieve matches on Tinder than for women, while male users match with only about 0.6% of the profiles. That's not even 1%. So you have to swipe on 200 to maybe get one that likes you back, and that doesn't even guarantee a conversation. Their female counterparts had a matching rate of about 10%. Another study revealed that women have response paid more than 50% on first messages, so on and so forth. <clears throat> the Manosphere has a love-hate relationship with women. Even men's rights advocates acknowledge the movements that lack female support don't last very long. It's time to get a woman on our side. In my opinion, one of the best ways to do this is by slowly exposing them to red pill women YouTubers, writes John Anthony, the dating coach and founder of the Men's Advice Forum, Masculine Development. 
Uh, let's see. I got to skip a little bit because she's just prattling on and on and on. All right. I, I d- decided to type a- abuse and search in the f- uh, func- in the search functions. Taking the blame for verbal abuse is commonplace among the trad wives, but even physical violence is frequently revisited or justified. There's some bad qualities because of me. Okay, so if you go over, I'm going to go over to the, the let's go over to, to Reddit. Let's see if I can get there like that. There we go. Okay. I have come here before. All right, let me bump up the... Let's let's just... Now, if you search through thousands and thousands and thousands of thousands of threads for a specific word, you're going to find the worst of the worst out of there. But let's see what... Uh, let's see what most of these girls are talking about. I got it sorted by new here, so we'll see the most recent. When you first meet up with a guy as a blind date or an online match, what do you... Uh, what do you do to greet? Help me vet. I've been talking to a guy who lives six hours away. Dating advice... Tips to keep skin looking healthy and young. What is a good, cheap, but sweet gift I can send my mom? How soon do you think it's too soon to spend the night in a new relationship? How do I approach an unprofessional manager? Gratitude, what are you thankful for? Do I compromise or put my foot down? Lunches. Boy, this sounds horrible, fellas. Buckle up. I know. I know. This is rough. Just hang in there. Hang in there. I know this is, this is hard to hear, but we'll, let's plow on for a few more. Moving on from humor as coping mechanism, how to deal with the feeling of not having enough time and options, dealing with those who don't understand. He told me he's more intelligent than me and my feelings are hurt. Conversation and resentment. These are just the headings, by the way, obviously. Dreams and goals you have outside of the relationship. Questions for and about men. Why do red pill women seek long-term relationships while red pill men spin plates? Valentine's Day. Uh, how to help him feel less stressed. Homemaking tips, tips and tricks. Okay, you get, th- there's nothing. I mean, come on. So this to me sounds like one of those things where she has an agenda she's trying to push out. And so she's going to try to dig up all the dirt and the muck that she can find on any of this stuff and then put it out there like the whole community is based around that. We know better than that. Okay, now you guys have seen a lot of my older videos. I've never once said, flat out right I've never said well men are better than women men are smarter than women now I might say something like men on average are stronger than women I might say men on average will work longer at their jobs and put in more overtime and so but those are statistics I've read on, on a web page by actual studies it's not just me throwing something out of my mouth everything that I say that comes out of my mouth usually if it's an opinion it's an opinion based on stats okay this, everything she's relating to is no studies, no anything. It's her deep diving and making a fake name and going in and looking at all. Look, the truth of it is, this just sounds like a, a, this sounds like a story to make people dislike this type of thing, whether it's red pill women, red pill men, men going their own way, so on and so forth. And we see this all the time. And it's because, honestly, the old story is you get the most flack when you're flying right over the target. When you're right over the target, you get the most fire, right? I think this is this is a reaction. Now, this is only three days old, but she's talking about forums that have been gone since 2017, three years now. She's talking about the incel, the red pill for men, right? Some of these pickup artist ones, they're all gone. But yeah, she's digging this stuff up again. Why? It's so it's because this this red pill women 
right? Traditional wives and women wanting to be traditional. That got her thinking and she says, well, how can I put a negative spin on this? Because this doesn't work so well with feminism. And these women, if you really do follow a lot of the women that are going back to traditional roles, they're actually very happy. And again, that's not me saying it. There's many stories out there with women saying that. And you also look at a lot of women that are saying, you know what, I'm really not happy with doing the grind of work every day. I went to college, now I'm stuck in, depending on their, their degree choice, I'm stuck working, you know, maybe making 40 or 50 grand, but having to pay off 100,000 plus in student loans. So I'm gonna be paying for those for the next 20 years. And I gotta go to work every day. There is no taking a day off, right? Sometimes if you get into a very good position, you have to work a lot of overtime hours. But this isn't something you can change your mind about. You're now strapped to the grinding wheel and you have to keep going. You have to keep going because you've got those bills to pay. You've got rent, you've got car, you've got student loans. And if you're single, there's no one else to help you. So if there's a day you don't feel like doing it or it's a job you hate, you gotta keep going. You're strapped to that grinding wheel. Well, guys have had to do this now for hundreds of years, right? And we know this though, as a young man, you see your father working hard, you see society expects that of you. And there is a difference in men and women. Men, again, gain, um, they gain uh, prestige, they gain a sense of accomplishment by doing well and making extra money and being able to provide. Men actually like that in many cases. Women don't, it's not in their nature. Not to say they can't do it, they can because many are. But I don't think they're as happy at it as men are. Men get, get it's, it's like leveling up, like playing a video game and getting to the next level. That's what promotions and more money and all that stuff, it's that guys will grind a lot on that stuff where women won't. Well, I think that feminism is eventually here, at some point, gonna start being challenged by these women that see, and it may be the next generation coming up, but I think it's gonna be one of those things where um, the women of today, right, are grinding it out. And, and there, it's not turning out so well for them because they blast through their 20s doing college, fooling around with guys and, and being indiscriminate. Then they get into the work world and they realize, holy crap, number one, taxes suck. Uh, so it's really easy to be a very strong socialist when you're in college. But the minute you start seeing what those socialist programs cost coming out of your taxes, a lot of them kind of have been flipping back towards conservatism or a little bit more at least central non-socialist. And then they hit their 30s and they realize, you know what, I'm not getting the attention but I got to keep grinding. I got to keep grinding until you're 65. Man, you look at your watch. That's another 35 years. Welcome to the machine, ladies. You're strapped to that grinding wheel, right? So then they say, you know what? I'm, I'm really not liking this prospect. And so the women start freaking out a little bit. Not all women, again, but many of them start freaking out a little bit. And they start looking around for Mr. Wright. And Mr. Wright's dating the 20-somethings. And she's feeling a little bit out there and a little bit alone. Now she's got the, I'm single. I've still got debt, I must work. The, the, the uh, baby clock is running, right? Um, I haven't found that guy, I don't have a family, and you start looking around and you go, crap. I feel like I've lost 15 or 20 years. Not my words, many, many, many articles. So these traditional women are a threat to the feminists because these traditional women say, I am gonna go to college, but I'm gonna get it for a smart degree. I maybe only get two years of college, or maybe I go four years, but I don't go for something high and fancy at, at some crazy university. I go to a state school, maybe uh, spend 20 or 25 grand, get out. That way you can support themselves, or they can support themselves, 
But while they're doing this, they're also not whipping up their, their high end count, their high number count. They're looking for the guy in college that's going to be successful, that's maybe attractive, that's athletic, that wants a family, that wants to get settled down, that doesn't want to be a player because not all of them do. And I know that from reading a lot of your comments. And then they date with the intention of getting married and with the intention of having a family. That's what's threatening to these feminists because while they say it's going back 50 years, the truth is the women that are going this path are happier according to them. That then they have the security of, I have my degree. If something happens, I can go out and work on my own. So if, if, if the marriage doesn't work out, I can go do my own thing. No problems. I've got that as a backup. But in the meantime, I, I, if I want children, I can have children and I've got a dad in the picture, a father in the picture, in the home, bringing home finances for the family. I get to stay here and raise my children instead of having them go off to a daycare center. I get to make sure that this little palace, this little home that is mine, whether it's a little house or an apartment or a condo or whatever, I can make this look the way I want it. And I can have wine and cheese parties and have friends over and whatever else they do. I don't know. But a lot of women are starting to see the previous generation messing up and not being happy and working and stressing all the time. And the next generation, that that pendulum is swinging back and they're starting to say, you know what? That's not for me. This, this, this more traditional stuff is more for me. That's what I want. And that's what women are starting to go for. And that threatens feminism. That threatens all the women that threw away everything to support feminism. And now they're not happy, or many of them aren't happy. And they don't want the next generation to be happy. They want, hey, I did it. You need to do it. You, we need to carry this on because it's yay, empowering women. And these next generation of women are starting to say, nah, fam, not feeling it. Like, you're not having fun. I'd rather relax at home, be able to do my, my yoga, my Pilates in front of the TV while I watch the kids do a little bit of laundry and enjoy my house and be a loving, supporting wife to a husband that takes care of the family in a traditional way. And you know, those families that were very traditional, my everybody in my family that has been married for 50 and 60 years, uncles, grandparents, uncles and aunts, grandparents, mother, father, so all of them were. And in every single one, the father worked, the mother stayed home with the children until they were of, say, high school age when they could be left alone. Then she went to work for something to do or to chase her dreams or whatever. It worked out in all of my family. And, we're, and, I, and I have friends that have also been married for 10, 15, 20 years that married their high school sweetheart. They stayed together and it's worked out wonderfully and they've, and they've got a happy family unit and they followed the same thing. I'm not saying that's the way it needs to be done. I'm not saying that guarantees you happiness. But when you go back to those old family values, seems to me that a lot of those people are a lot happier. And that is a threat to feminism, to socialism, to Marxism, to all these other isms that they've got coming out here that they're trying to push. I think, I think smart people are starting to see that if you are going to do it, if you are going to be in a traditional family, that um, you can actually make it in some cases work. Now, we know that statistically it may not be on our side and it's very hard to find one of these women. But it sounds like maybe some of these women are at least coming around and saying, you know what, things were good when they were like this. And if the most I need to do is take care of a family, maybe that's the way to go. 
Guys, I'll leave it there. If you want to support my work, links are below. And thank you for those that have. I really appreciate that. I should have uh, some more bus updates coming soon on the Unknown Adventure. I've been super busy. Uh, I'm doing some painting and I'm doing some countertops and so much other stuff. So my next update will be a big change on that, but I'll get it up here soon. And of course, please like, comment, and share. I always like to hear what you guys have to say about these topics uh, because some of them are pretty interesting. Some of you guys think I get something way wrong. That's fine. I want to hear about it and uh, we'll have a discussion about it. And, uh, you know, we'll go from there. Uh, if you haven't subscribed, again, I've only got about uh, 65, 66% when I last checked of you are subscribers. So please feel free to subscribe and come in and check out some of my conversations and talks. We always have something that's kind of interesting to say. We'll leave it there, guys. Uh, this is Better Bachelor. I am Joker. And remember, the wise warrior avoids the battle. Thank you.